This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Welcome to God, Goals, and Girl Talk, where we discuss living in the culture while living for the kingdom. Join in as we discuss how God's word applies to our lives in relationships, careers, and fulfilling our purpose. Girl, let's talk. Here's your host, Sharla Walker. Hey, y'all, welcome to another episode of God, Goals, and Girl Talk. It's Thanksgiving Eve. I said, it's Thanksgiving Eve. Y'all, I love Thanksgiving. Not the story of the of the pilgrims coming in and giving Native Americans smallpox and ravishing their land, um, which is not the story that we learn in school. <laughs> um, here are these blankets because we're friends and they were full of smallpox. But nevertheless, I love the essence of Thanksgiving, of us being able to get together with our family and friends, even though that that is going to possibly look very different for a lot of people this year, for us to be able to get together, to um, love on each other, uh, to be able to just spend time together and reflect on the blessings of this year, even though that there were a lot of trial and tribulations this year, um, there were still so many blessings that came through this year because God is still good. No matter what pandemic, no matter what president, like God is still God, right? And so I feel like we always have something to be thankful for. And it just is one of my favorite times of the year. Also, I love to eat. I love to eat. What are y'all cooking? I want to know. What are y'all cooking this year? I don't quite have um, everything that I wanted to cook done, but it's going down. And it's only me and my husband. And I still cook like 10, 10 15 million people coming. And so we're going to be eating um, leftovers for at least a week and a half. <laughs> But I love Thanksgiving also because 
Y'all know my favorite meme video clip is is circulating with, with Shirley Caesar. Okay? The you name it challenge is my favorite thing this time of the year. Like greens, beans, potatoes, tomatoes. Like I will never be tired of the you name it challenge. Okay? So if you don't like the holiday, you cannot tell me that you don't like that meme, huh? <laughs> so I just am excited. I'm excited for today's episode. We are going to hop right in. Um, so again, happy Thanksgiving in advance to you and yours. I know that um, a many of black people are waking up today to the smell of greens, beans, potatoes, tomatoes chicken turkey <laughs> I love the day before Thanksgiving because the house smells so delicious and you can't do nothing you can't touch nothing you can't eat nothing it smells like celery and and sage for dressing and it smells like just deliciousness and you have to wait <laughs> so look we're gonna hop into the into today's episode um and it's so good. Like, it is so good. So, I'm going to get you full before Thanksgiving. Amen. So, I was having some quiet time with God. Um, and this was really reflecting on a lot of the new ventures and things that he has called um, me to recently. I, I almost said us because it's things for me and my husband um, that he's really calling us to. And... I am amazed on one end that it's almost the end of the year and God is still starting new things. Like y'all know, I talk about this all the time on the podcast that it was December 31st, 2019. Um, shout out to us almost being a year old over here at Triple GT. Um, but it was the last day of the year and we streamed in multiple countries, charted on just God has blown my mind with this podcast. Like this podcast has been listened to almost 4,000 times, which to some people may not seem like a lot, but y'all see how this will fall through in today's episode. Um, but it's, to me, it's still miraculous. Like for me to do, you know, like, I think I didn't tell, I probably told a friend that I had a podcast in like April and she made me do a post. So <laughs> for me just to be on here, um, and honestly, a lot of it is just word of mouth, um, to be streaming in multiple countries, um, from Germany to France to, um, like Africa, like Africa's a continent, don't come from my life. Um, just, but to be, you know, like South Africa, Uganda, um, Israel, like what? What? Stop. So, on one end, I'm, I'm amazed, right? Uh, but then also, because I am a human being, in the midst of this conversation, I'm telling God, like, okay, so about this thing, what about, you know, this and that? And I'm not really like an expert, expert here. Um, you know, you know, the regular old, like, battling with my flesh with what God, 
you know, is trying to tell me to do, trying to give God some excuses that he ain't here for. You know, just that. Um, I did, you know, tell God that I was, of course, going to do what he's called me to do. Honestly, there's nothing that God could tell me to do that I wouldn't do. <laughs> um, even though sometimes that stuff be seeming different. Because it is. Like, imagine being Noah and God was like, build an entire ark. And there's not a drop of rain in sight. Like that. <laughs> that like, I'm over here hammering. Ain't no rain though. <laughs> right? <laughs> like, I'm going to do what you said, but <laughs> ain't no rain. Um, so, you know, it's just that, that hesitancy, right? That like, huh? Um, and then, you know, just feeling overwhelmed that he would choose me to do some of the things that he's calling me to is just, it's different. Like, I'm like, what? <laughs> it's different. So, um, I really had to, you know, let him know like, okay, God, but you know, I just am afraid that I won't do this well, that I won't execute this, um, well, because I really have this thing about the way that I want to represent God and how, you know, when I'm doing something for him, I want it to be great, to reflect how great he is to me. <laughs> um, and God basically um, got my life together and told me that I had to be more committed to his purpose than I am to my perfectionism. Oh, he said it, not me. <laughs> you have to be more committed to God's purpose than your perfectionism. And a lot of times we will say, you know, we um, are out here, you know, trying to show, be excellent and show God's excellence. And I was listening to uh, a podcast, God, um, Blessed and Bossed Up. I'm going to say God goes and girl talk. Y'all pray for me. <laughs> Blessed and Bossed Up um, with Tatum Tamia. And she talked about this that you know it's not our job to be excellent we cannot be excellent but it's our job to to point out God's excellence right and so if we are so committed to the purpose or we're so committed to our perfectionism we will miss out on his purpose I'm gonna get it together today um, so we have to really, really make sure that we are committed to God and not our own ideals. Sometimes we'll say that we're doing things and we're striving for excellence for God, but we're really doing it for our own fleshly desires. And so we always have to make sure that we're checking our heart. Also in the midst of this conversation, because I'm like, okay, God, but what about this? And what if that doesn't look great? Um, God told me that if Things, if I got too caught up in the method and things looking messy, then I would miss out on the miracle. And honestly, I was very perplexed. Um, and so, of course, y'all know what I had to do. I had to get out my dictionary. Y'all know I live in Webster's um, because it really is just making sure that when I'm having this conversation with God, that I have a complete understanding of what he's saying. Many of us have this idea of what we think a miracle is, right? You think of miraculous healing. You think of deliverance. You think of um, Jesus turning water into wine. You know, all of these things, which are miracles, um, that is always 
a lot of our idea when we hear the word miracle is something like that. Whereas at its core, a miracle is something that is extremely, it's an extremely outstanding or unusual event, thing, or accomplishment. Another definition says it's an extraordinary event manifesting divine intervention in human affairs. Let's be clear that the only divine intervention happening over here at God Goals and Girls Talk is through God, Jesus, Holy Spirit. That's it. Okay? Okay. Um, but if we are not looking close enough, um, and not even not looking close enough, we just get way too comfortable with the miracles that God gives us every day. That's just really it. Um, there are so many times where we almost got into an accident and didn't. There were times when um, you, like every day we leave our house and we come home alive. <laughs> that does not happen every day for everybody. Like that does not happen. God is always always performing miracles and we have gotten way too familiar with the miracles in our lives and we get so caught up looking for the next big thing um that we just we fail to appreciate the work and the miracle that God performs for us daily and if this year has not taught us anything I think it's really a reminder for us to be um truly strategic and and open our eyes to the miracles around us so we do not miss them hey guys hope you are enjoying the show look take a minute to go ahead subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode and leave a review we love to get feedback from our listeners and doing this will help us get advertisers that are relevant to our audience so if you have been blessed by god goals and girl talk if this is your favorite time of the week is to spend it with me first of all god bless you sis i love you but take some time to go ahead and subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode or a bonus episode and make sure that you leave a review now let's get back to the show God reminded me of the story of Jesus walking on water in um, Matthew 14 when he was telling me about not missing out on the miracle. And so I'm going to read the passage. I'm reading from the New Living Translation. Um, if y'all are new to the show or if y'all have been rocking with us for a minute, um, I always read the passage, one, because just because the story is familiar to me or some other people, Honestly, my goal of this show is to talk about the word of God as it relates to our life, even for people who may not know who God is, who may not all the way truly believe. And so because of that, um, I'm going to always present what God says in his word and read the stories. So if you know it, listen to it again. How about that? <laughs> um, but I just am always very cautious to never say, oh, this is a familiar scripture and just gets to reading because it may be familiar to me, but everybody on this show that li or list that listens to the show may be in a different place in their walk. And so I always want to make sure that I present God and his word um, 
in its entirety and not just in bits and pieces for a couple reasons. One, I always encourage y'all to go back and study scripture for yourselves and um, make sure that you are not just going off of somebody's word. And we've talked about this. Um, that's why it's so important for you to have a relationship for yourself, but also too, to always give y'all context. Okay. So we're reading Matthew 14, 22 through 33. I'm reading from the new living translation and it says immediately after this. So the disciples and Jesus, they had just performed miracle and immediately after this, okay? Immediately after this, Jesus insisted that his disciples get back on the boat and cross to the other side of the lake while he sent the people home. After sending them home, he went up into the hills by himself to pray. Night fell while he was there alone. Meanwhile, the disciples were in trouble far away from land for a strong wind had risen and they were fighting heavy waves. About three o'clock in the morning, Jesus came toward them walking on the water. When the disciples saw him, walking on the water they were terrified in their fear they cried out it's a ghost but jesus spoke to them at once do not be afraid he said take courage i am here then peter called to him lord if it's really you tell me to come while walking on the water yes come jesus said so peter went over the side of the boat and walked on water towards jesus but when he saw the strong wind and waves he was terrified and began to sink Save me, Lord, he shouted. Jesus immediately reached out and grabbed him. You have so little faith, he said. Why did you doubt me? When they climbed back into the boat, the wind stopped. When the disciple, Then the disciples worshipped him. You really are the son of God, they exclaimed. The miracle they had just performed was them feeding um, like thousands and thousands of people with, with um, a kitty meal. It was like, you know two fish, five loaves, and they fed about 20 plus thousand people. Um, Holy Spirit gave that to me because I was like, I forgot the miracle before. <laughs> and he was like, it was the fish and the loaves, child. And I was like, thank you. Thank you, God. Um, so I have heard this passage taught a lot. And a lot of times it comes from um, the perspective that we, when we lose our faith, right? Um, that Peter was all good walking on the water. I've even talked about that in one of our episodes at the beginning of the year. One of the first episodes was how the opposite of uh, faith is not your fear, but it's your sight. Um, and it was a great episode, FYI. But I love that God is bringing this passage back to me almost at the close of the year and showing it to me in a new way. And that's why you have to not get too familiar with scripture. Um, and so it is just so great to always get a fresh revelation from God, um, that, you know, we, we do need to fix our faith and our sight on Jesus, but there's also another revelation that God gave me that really, really blew my mind. A lot of times we give Peter, um, some flack per se, because he began to sing. Oh, you know, Jesus even said, like, you have so little faith, right? Um, however, although Peter became fearful, and although he needed to be saved, he is still the only person, second to Jesus, to ever walk on water. Let that hit you the way it hit me. Like, it wasn't cute. Okay, 
I don't really feel like I really appreciated that. I was just like, oh, see, he's out there walking on the water. Then he looking at the waves, and then he started to sink. But he walked on water. Let's be clear. He walked on water. Jesus is, you know, all God and all man, right? And I, just like everybody else, okay, um, became comfortable with the fact that Jesus would perform these types of miracles. Like, okay, yeah, Jesus walked on water. Like, he's Jesus, okay? Jesus can give back. He's Jesus. <laughs> what can't he do? <laughs> um, but Peter is just like us. Like, like he's wrapped in flesh. Peter struggled with sin um, and clearly struggled with maintaining his faith in a shaky situation, right? But he still walked on water. Peter walked on water. And because he is a disciple of Christ, because he was close to Christ, even though he began to sink, he did not drown. Y'all, when I tell y'all, I was like, God, wait, wait. Like, you was right though. <laughs> this is like, yes. It was, it didn't look great. He hopped out, he took a couple steps. He was like, what did I just do? And he took his eyes off and he started to sink. But he did not drown. A lot of times when we read this passage, we get very caught up in the fact that Peter took his eyes off of Jesus. And that is significant. That is significant. But we have to understand that the fact that he began to sink does not negate the miracle that took place. It does not void the miracle that took place. We cannot allow ourselves to get so caught up in the fact that it didn't look great. Peter didn't drown. That's a whole, that's a whole nother thing. He sank, but he did not drown. And he still walked on water. The only person outside of Jesus, and Jesus is a person, but he's God and man. So the only person who is straight up only human to walk on water is Peter. And we, a lot of times, again, are like, well, it didn't last long. Well, it looked shady. He, he did start to sink, but he never drowned. The miracle still took place. The miracle still took place. And as we move forward, it is so critical that we don't miss our own miracles. Right? So back to what I was talking about, um, like the podcast. It, this was a stretch of my faith, right? I heard Jesus telling me to step out. I stepped out, okay? It's been almost 12 months. Like I said, we've been streamed almost 4,000 times. We charted in places on the globe that I just, what? And a lot of these stats may not seem very impressive, but it's because you missed the miracle, <laughs> right? Let's be clear that 
I was one of those people not impressed with the stats myself. I was like, I've been doing this for a year. Only 4,000 listens. Like, all right, God, I'm going to keep going because, you know, you said to do this. But until God brought this to my attention, right, in less than one year, the podcast has been heard in Uganda, Germany, Nigeria, France, the Netherlands, um, Israel, and here I am, all human. Here I am, all wrapped in flesh. I struggle with sin. And at times when situations are super shaky, my faith game be like, all right, God, where you at though? <laughs> right? Right? Like, and even despite this, God has still used me. The, the miracle still took place. He still saw me fit to declare his name, to, um, to fulfill his purpose and his will in countries around the world without me ever having to leave my house so I don't have to risk getting the vid. One nine. I'm not here for that. Um, but I'm being silly, y'all. But still, like, I've never had to leave my house and I'm in all of these countries. I'm, you know, out here declaring God's word. I'm out here just really, it's, it's me sharing what God has taught me, but then being able to share that with somebody else. We've been out here walking on water. Like, and you don't understand that at all. And I have not had to leave my house. I have not been getting flued out to these places. I don't know anybody in Uganda. I don't know anybody in Ghana. Right? But I'm going to go. I'm look. I'm going to go to some of these places. God already told me. But um, you just really have to, like, catch that miracle. Catch that miracle. Like, what miracles have you overlooked because they didn't fall into the method or they looked a little messy because you slunk a little bit? Hmm? Like, just because it took you a couple times to pass boards to get that license, like, that's still a miracle. Did you pass? People don't know your story. People don't know the struggles behind you even finishing school. Did you graduate? I don't care how old you are. Don't let embarrassment, don't let worldly stipulations try to drown your miracle. They don't take precedence. Your embarrassment does not take precedence over the miracle. There was one miracle Jesus performed where he took mud, he took dirt and spit in it and made mud and put it on the guy's eyes and restored his sight. What if, the, what if Buddy was like, nah, mm -mm, this is embarrassing. <laughs> no, he would have missed out on his miracle. Look closely. Look close. Do not position yourselves to where you miss out on the miracle. Look at it again. Read the story again. Because Peter walked on water. Yeah, he sank, but he did not drown. And he's a human being. He, he had no supernatural power, but he was connected to the one who had all supernatural power and authority. And so there's no need for us to be afraid to step out. There were 12 people on that boat. Jesus did not say only Peter could come out. But he was the only one that had the faith to do it. 
And I know them other disciples was like, this dude crazy. Moments before, they thought Jesus was a ghost. It, like, you're he was connected to the source. It shows that we don't have to be perfect. There's going to be times when you sink. But as long as you're close to God, as long as you're close to Jesus, you will not drown. Don't miss the miracle. Check God's Resume is a personal reflection journal that challenges you to build God's resume in your life. Do you often feel like signs and wonders do not occur in your life? Are you feeling like you're in an impossible season? Sis, no, it is time for you to check God's resume. His goodness and his miracles are all over your life. He has been doing this. I had such an amazing time developing this journal and God reminded me of so many times where he has kept me. And if you are looking for a great tool to improve your posture of gratitude and just to learn more about the character of God, this journal is for you. It's available on Amazon and it makes for a great gift and it's great for a Bible group study tool too. Now, I want you to get this journal. Like I said, it is phenomenal. It's over 200 pages. There's guided study. Um, you learn about the different names and character of God and you literally go through and build his resume from his personal information all the way down to his accolades and awards just like you would build your own resume it is so cool it's so fun and God just really reminded me of all of the crazy situations that I found myself in where he had his hand on my life y'all he been out here saving us, okay? Get the journal, get in a position and a posture of gratitude. I pray that it blesses you. You need to get it. Now let's get back to the show. So how can we ensure that we don't miss the miracle? I have five practical things that we can do. We're going to go through them and then we're going to go be in somebody's kitchen. Okay. <laughs> so five ways that we ensure that we do not miss the miracle. The first is to take courage. So courage is defined as the mental or moral strength to venture, persevere and withstand danger, fear or difficulty. Some of the things that God has called us to do can be difficult. Y'all, a lot of times what you don't see is that I work a full-time job, that I am in school, that I am a wife, a sister, a, a daughter, a granddaughter. Um, I'm, I serve in my church. I do a lot of things um, that God has called me to. And so that means sometimes I wake up at like 4.15 to record a podcast to make sure that it gets out. I am not a morning person. Okay? There be some difficulty behind me getting up. <laughs> but just because it's difficult does not mean that God has not called you to it. Right? After Jesus was baptized, he was led into the wilderness by the Spirit. Sometimes our wilderness season is not 
it's not always the devil. We get at, we give Buddy too much credit. But you have to be courageous. Where you continue to persevere. You continue to withstand danger, fear, and difficulty. Right? We must continue to be bold and courageous. The Bible tells us to be as bold as lions. So that means that we have to step out despite what a situation may look like um, because we walk by faith and not by sight, right? Peter stepped out of the boat in the middle of a storm. It's three o'clock in the morning. It's dark. I live in Florida. I've been at the beach when it's late. It be dark, 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 super dark, dark. <laughs> Me and my husband, what would you do if you were stuck out there? Cry for Jesus. <laughs> Let me be like Peter. Walk on this water, Lord. Uh, but it is dark. It's dark. They can't see. It's winds. It's waves. And he still got out of the boat. That took courage. So although his faith may have wavered, he was courageous nonetheless. So the first thing to ensure that we don't miss the miracle, you have to take courage. Number two, don't be afraid to be the only one. Don't be afraid to be the only one. Peter stepped out at the command of Jesus and we should be doing that too. Okay, there were 12 disciples in the boat. Peter was the only one to get out. We just talked about this. There are 12 disciples. Peter was the only one that was like, I'm out here. That, that was only Peter. And Jesus did not say, only Peter can get out the boat. He just said, come. All 12 of them should have hopped out. However, it was just Peter. He was the only one with the faith to step out. And God has called many of us to be um, trailblazers, to be pioneers, to be the first, to be curse breakers, to be the first one to graduate high school, to be the first one to graduate college, to be the first, to be the first to not, um, you know, be an alcoholic, whatever that may be. You have to be okay and not be afraid with being the only one. You have to get comfortable, comfortable, I can't talk. You have to be comfortable and get comfortable with doing the opposite of what everyone else may be doing. The Bible tells us that we are a peculiar people. Remember, I talked about this in unfamiliar territory, that it, um, that means that we look different, that there's a distinction about us. Not that we're weird. It may be weird to the world, but there's a distinction about us. People know who we represent. And you have to be okay with being the only one. Number three, don't be married to a method. Don't be married to a method. God uses us in ways that we never thought possible. I'm a whole entire nurse practitioner. Like never in a million years did I think that God would be using me for a podcast that has nothing to do with health, right? Like, 
you cannot be married to a method. Don't allow yourself to get too comfortable with God. Like, again, when you look at scripture, Jesus performed miracles in so many ways, right? I just talked about the guy with the, the, um, with the dirt and the, and the spit and mud on his eyes to, to bring back and restore his sight. The woman with the issue of blood, she just touched the hem of his garment. Um, the father that came to Jesus and, you know, his daughter, um, his daughter wasn't, wasn't well, I think this is the story. Don't quote me. But he just told him, like, go back. She's healed. Bye. He didn't say it like that. But, <laughs> you know, just just his, he said, your faith alone has um, has healed her. And Jesus didn't even touch her. She wasn't even there. <laughs> like, there, there's, there are so many different ways that Jesus performed miracles, that you cannot be married to a method. You cannot try to box God into a way that you believe that he should be doing things. So number three, don't be married to a method. Number four, stay close to Jesus. Once you step out, stay close to Jesus. So even when, and notice that I'm saying when and not if, even when your faith wavers, you may sink, but you won't drown. Because God never leaves us or forsakes us. So even when you, once you get to the place where you step out and you're taking a couple steps, do not stray away from Jesus. Because the time is going to come when your faith wavers with the storm and the waves and the wind when they get really loud. But even if you sink, you're not going to drown. And then number five, appreciate the victories and learn from the challenges. Okay, it is very, very, very clear from this story that it will not always look pretty. Right? Like, Peter was out here straight sinking. So it, it won't always look pretty. But... When they got back in the boat, they praised Jesus. We have to give God the glory for the miracles that are achieved because that's who the glory belongs to. We never want to take for granted that he chose you before the beginning of time. Like, it is always for me an honor and a privilege to represent God. That's why I go so hard. Because I don't take that lightly. So appreciate the victories, learn from the challenges. So let's go over that one more time. How do we ensure we don't miss the miracle? We take courage. We aren't afraid to be the only one. We don't get married to a particular method. We stay close to Jesus. And then we want to appreciate the victories and learn from the challenges. I pray that this blessed y'all as much as it blessed me. Um, because it had me out here with the mind-blowing emojis. <laughs> like, y'all... Don't miss the miracle. Don't miss the miracle in these situations. So I pray that y'all have a blessed 
and a safe holiday. Um, eat good, love on your family, however that looks like this year. And uh, yeah, I gotta figure out what we're gonna do because we got some celebrating to do next month. Because we gonna be one, okay? We not gonna miss the miracle. So remember to love God, love people, and love yourselves. And I will talk to you all next week. Thank you for joining us for another episode of God, Goals, and Girl Talk. Email your questions to godgoalsandgirltalk at gmail.com to have them answered on the show or have a topic you'd like to hear discussed. Looking for a community of women who love God and live for the kingdom? Join our community, Hearts Over Habits, on Facebook. Like us on Instagram and check out our monthly God, Goals, and Girl Talk online events on Eventbrite. Remember, above all else, guard your heart. We'll see you next week. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.